Hey everyone, welcome to the Style That Binds Us podcast. If you are joining us for the first time, my name is Delia Folk and I previously worked on the buying team at Barney's New York and my mom, Allison Brune, is an in-demand national wardrobe consultant. We are the co-hosts for this podcast. Our mission is to give access to the often closed, exclusive and insular fashion industry. In the podcast, we interview movers and shakers in the fashion, beauty, jewelry, art, and entrepreneurial space. We want you to walk away having learned something, feeling inspired and confident. You belong with us, and we are better because you are here. We hope you enjoy. Today, we are in CJ Hendry's studio. We are so excited to be here. She was born in South Africa, grew up in Australia, and now lives and works in Brooklyn. Yes. And so she was studying architecture and pursuing finance and accounting, and then realized that was not the path for her, and also realized she had this incredible talent for drawing and artwork, and she produces about one to two collections a year, and we are so excited to be here today and learn more about her process and artwork and all of the things, and she is very humble, so we're going to pull it out of her because she's (laughs) such a special and creative person. So CJ, let's start by talking about what is the scribbling technique and how did you come up with it? Oh my gosh, you guys are so well prepared. I love it. (laughs) So the scribbling technique is a technique I've accidentally stumbled across, stumbled into. So I draw in a kind of like a hyper-realistic style. So if you look at sometimes people might mistake what I do for photographs Mm -hmm. from a distance. They're like, oh wow, it's a photograph. And then you get closer and you can see the detailed work. So the scribbling is just something I kind of did because it was what felt most natural at the time. I don't know how it came about. Like, I think maybe a mixture of like cross-hatching when I was studying architecture and then Mm. just like mixing, maybe Mm cross-hatching. Because cross-hatching, you have to lift your hand off the page, whereas Mm -hmm. this I can keep it on the Mm -hmm. page the whole time. I don't know. It just happened. It's neat. Yeah. It just kind of felt easier to do. Okay. Yeah. It's an easy... It comes naturally to her, which (laughs) when you ask her questions, and I'm sure we'll discover this in the interview, it's very natural to her, but to us, it seems like this fascinating thing. Yeah, yeah, that's it. (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about the decision to drop out of school, and how did that go over with your family? What a great question, because it did not go over well. (laughs) So I come from quite a traditional old school family. Um, My mum and dad, so my dad's uh, in computers and my mum's a teacher and they both work really hard and they just wanted us to go to good schools and have a good education. And we did have a good, we had a great education in high school. And then I kind of went to university and kind of bumbled around in architecture, then tried my hand at finance and I was, it went from bad to worse. I was hopeless. I was probably three (laughs) minutes away from getting kicked out of university anyway. Like that's how bad of a student I was. So it kind of made sense for me to drop out. And then I just made the decision to drop out and I kind of told my parents, and they were just a bit I mean imagine if your daughter came to you and said hey I was gonna go into investment banking but I'm gonna drop out do yeah. fine uh, sorry I'm like fine art it's like well what the hell like what yeah. do you do you idiot you know fine so art. I, I wouldn't say they were supportive but they just kind of let me let me be which I am very grateful for mm-hmm. um they kind of did it with closed eyes so mm-hmm. yeah how did it go down it didn't go down well but like very grateful that I've been able to kind of make it happen show them that yeah. they were right <laughs> no, to trust I, you yeah, yeah. not in a mean way just no of like, course it was 
you know, if I, to be honest, if, when I have um, children, if someone, <laughs> if, if they come to me saying, hey, I want to do this crazy thing, I'm like, uh-uh, like not yeah. on my dead body. So, I mean, they were kind <laughs> right. of right, <laughs> right. in that allowing me to kind of go down this path. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about your decision to not work with an art gallery, and yes. what do you view as the pros and cons of working with an art gallery or not? Do you know what's funny? I didn't mean for this to happen, so I didn't mean to not work with an art gallery. The goal <laughs> from the start, I swear to God, the goal from the start was always to work with a gallery, mm -hmm. but it just so happened, like, things have just kind of snowballed into the next thing, and then the mm -hmm. next year happens, and, and like... I am very open and very very keen to work with the gallery at some stage. Mm -hmm. There's only a couple of galleries that I'd want to work with. Um, I'm not going to kind of muck around with smaller galleries. You know, mm -hmm. I just yeah, yeah. I think I've got a lot of growing to do as an artist as well before like I'm probably ready for that. So mm -hmm. I know I'm kind of able to kind of muck around and do these crazy things on my own before having to like kind of commit to a gallery just yet. But I think the pros from working on my own is that I'm allowed to work at the speed I work at and I work quite quickly in terms of the ideas and the scopes of the show. It all kind of comes together really quickly. My dog's a little crazy. So no, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the, I'm able to work at quite a, a fast speed, which I really enjoy. Um, the cons, you know, I don't think there are any cons. Well, maybe there are, but I enjoy every single aspect of the running this practice. I think it's fantastic. I've got a great team who support me in doing that, mm -hmm. which is fantastic. I couldn't, I don't do this on my own. I've got mm -hmm. a really great team, um, and we all work well together. Um, I don't know what it's like to work with the gallery, so I can't mm -hmm. speak to that. Um, mm -hmm. But I think there are some great galleries out there who work with artists. I also know that there's some terrible galleries out yeah, there. Yeah, sure. There's sure. a mix. There's good and bad with everything, you know? Right. But yeah, I'm definitely open to it. And I'm looking forward to eventually working with the gallery. But like mm -hmm. right now, I'm just like doing my own thing. Yeah, yeah. that makes perfect yeah. sense. But it just accidentally happened. Everything's just going. Which is crazy. Like, you know, I didn't mean for that. I was always meant to kind of just create a portfolio and then like, Right. Walk into a gallery and be like, what do you think? And then right. Instagram happened and yeah. social media happened. I couldn't, like years ago, what was this, seven or eight years ago, like, uh, I don't know what no, that No, no, there was not. not. Yeah. So it's kind of everything's changed, mm -hmm. really. So yeah, I've accidentally worked on my own. Mm -hmm. That's fabulous. Yeah. That is fabulous. Yeah. But it, there's more to do, but I, I enjoy all the extra things. Yeah. Yeah. That, that are involved. Yeah. And how do you decide what to draw? And also, let's talk about the fact that it has such a fashion element or luxurious, oh, luxury really, items. Really good question. So I used to draw right at the beginning of my practice. I used to draw a lot of like high end, like I would crumple Chanel bags. I would dip a Birkin bag. I'd do da, 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 like all these crazy designer um, iconic pieces of clothing mm -hmm. or handbags or shoes. Now my subject matter is slowly moving away from objects per se. I'm kind mm -hmm. of moving into this a slightly more abstract mm -hmm. kind of setting, which I can explain a little bit later. Mm -hmm. um, so how do I choose my subject matter? I'm, I don't think about it too much. It's just where I'm what I'm interested in at the time. Um, and I don't know. That's a great question. I think, to be honest, if I kept doing the same thing year after year after mm -hmm. year, that would get really boring. Oh, yeah. You know, it would just show no progression. And, like, mm -hmm. who wants to see that? Right. You know, so mm -hmm. I don't know. Things are changing a lot, you know. Mm -hmm. I enjoy the fact that I'm able to kind of morph up like hyperrealism, which is so mm -hmm. literal and obvious, mm -hmm. into something a little bit more unusual. Mm -hmm. So I think the show coming up in April is like a, a perfect example of like a, like a bit of a psycho way to do hyperrealism. It's, oh, good. Yeah, it's like a weird 
it's going to be interesting. Can't wait. Yes, it's so not great. anything like this. Which right. is, which is, I can't believe that. Yeah, but I love this. Thank How you. did you come up with the Marlboro series? The Marlboro series. So I am obviously fascinated, as a lot of artists are, by Richard Prince and mm-hmm. the fact that he is just. I don't know. People love him and hate him. You know, mm-hmm. there's equal camps. But mm-hmm. I appreciate him because he, for, sorry, appreciate him for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and years ago, I don't remember what year, he did a series where he kind of like re-photographed the Marlboro Man ads. Mm-hmm. And I found that interesting because at the time it was very targeted to men. It was very much. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, God, fuck that. Like, why right. can't we do something that's not so much? And cigarettes are not advertised anymore. You know, it's right. not like that anymore. So right. I'm like, how can I put a more feminine twist on it? And I think all the cigarette butts and the all ends of cigarettes with like lipstick. lipstick. So it's, great. it's like all Chanel lipstick. So yes. it's kind of like a bit funny. It's great. Know? Yeah. It's And brilliant. Chanel's my brand as well. So we just went away. That got heaps of Chanel lippy and kind of plastered it on and I don't right. smoke so I was sitting right. out the back of the studio like lipstick uh-uh. on like puffing cigarettes uh-uh. to kind of get the butts which is really funny Elsa <laughs> <laughs> helped like the whole team was out there just like yeah it and was really fun helped. it was fun to kind of get the subject well, sorry it yeah. was not fun to get the subject right it's something I had to do to get that so, yeah yeah uh-huh <laughs> that's very authentic <laughs> yeah, it is isn't it and then what about the boxing gloves so the boxing gloves, those are actually a boxing glove designed by a designer called Elizabeth Wainstock. Elizabeth Wainstock does beautiful product. So she might do like a alligator basketball or a, this wow. soccer ball or bo- boxing gloves. Mm-hmm. So these are like the snakeskin boxing gloves. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think you'd be an idiot to use them yeah. in the gym. Right. I think they're more of like an object. Right. Um, so yeah, I just drew them because I love them. Yeah. They're so stunning. They are. I think I saw them in Barney's or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Let me get those and draw them. Yeah, they're beautiful. That's great. Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned your shows. So can yes. we talk about your shows and how do you feel about the hoopla that surrounds the oh, craziness hoopla. of the show? I love show. that word. <laughs> Set the scene for what the shows have turned into. Okay, so by no means did we plan this either. You know, it's just like things just kind of happen. The hoopla, oh my God, I love it. <laughs> I can't, like I love it. So the hoopla, so the shows have become bigger and bigger I think as I progress and progress I think I'm able very fortunately to create bigger and more elaborate shows so we're mm-hmm. looking at bigger and bigger space every time and it's getting bigger uh, all the different things that are happening mm-hmm. um so the last show that happened we kind of just I did the drawings we created the idea and then I was said to Elsa I was like babe you can just chill during the day there'll be like three people who come an hour like you'll be fine you'll be able to catch up on emails it's like not a big deal <laughs> And then, like, tens of thousands God, of people lined like, up, which is ridiculous. I'm like, girl, it's not worth it. Like, go home. <laughs> like, go home. Like, stop. Oh but, God. yeah, it just so happened. And, like, we can't plan that. You can't you plan like, that. You can't, like, can't. Yeah, but no, you can't manufacture that. No, you, know? you can't. But I think it's a good thing that happened. But at the same time, there's a lot of people who came and were involved who... You know, maybe weren't there for the art. There was sure. Art, which is fine. Maybe yeah. that's what art's meant to do. It's meant to appeal to everyone. But, mm-hmm. you know, then you start appealing to a whole different target. Like, yeah. I'm just like, oh, Right. You know. This is more serious than it's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like a yeah. lot more serious than it's. I understand. So whilst I think we're in an Instagram age, I just, I hate the application for that reason. Yes. But I think it's so powerful. You know, so it's like a, I know, it's to a catch, catch 22, 22, isn't it? It yeah, really is. Yeah, there's something that says, hashtag artists of Instagram. Oh. You know, and you're thinking, I'm not. Oh, and you're like, please don't lose me. 
Tuning you into use the- it. Right. I get <laughs> it. Exactly. I so get it. I think, and you might ask this later, but while we're t- talking about it, yeah. I think it's really difficult being an artist on Instagram because you want to stay true to your work. Right. You want to do your work when you want to do it. You don't want to have to update every right. other minute. Right, right, right. So you kind of, I find it's like an interesting mix of being an artist and also marketing well not marketing just showing what you're doing and it's like I don't want to show what I'm doing I I just want to work privately but I think there's power in there's there's so much power and I love it for that I'm just trying to figure out a way to make it enjoyable for me right again well if you kind of think about the fact that the people that do love your work yeah and are so interested in what you are doing and how you do it there it's not like there's nothing fake about that. You are yeah. entertaining. You are yeah. um, fulfilling people's yeah. lives, you know, enriching uh-huh. their lives. Like yeah. the thing you posted with the boots when mm-hmm. you were drawing the boots quickly, yeah. that's fascinating, yeah. you know, to see your process uh-huh. and everything. And so that's just another way of telling your story. But do you know what I think is interesting? What you are doing is fabulous because what I find with Instagram, you, you don't want to get into like Instagram feelings. You don't mm-hmm. want to do a big old like, hey, da, da, da. like mm-hmm. people are, going through quickly they really don't care a few might but generally speaking it's like we're not here for like the heavy feelings we're here for a quick photo right so I appreciate this conversation because we're really getting down to what's going on right so I think podcasts and and YouTube everything like conversationally I think is so important for artists and anyone doing this type of thing who has a bigger story yes I I can't tell the full story on Instagram because people aren't there for that you know Mm -hmm. not at all so it's it's very difficult but I'm so grateful for it it's like a and I I love it oh you know I I think you know what I I think everyone I talk to is in exactly the same boat but there's nothing else out there so we're like oh I guess we'll use Instagram I know you know and you talk to people and you say you know what before and after what's yeah. the difference yeah like a jewelry designer or yeah. something they're like i can't even remember what it was like without it you oh, know exactly they put something up yeah you know i had no yeah. idea how many sales they were going to yeah. get from that one post i mean it makes a career you know yes, jump starts a career so that's hard and you, um and just, i know sometimes you think well with artists it's different because you're not well you sure don't want to be like selling yourself i know you don't even need to do that but yeah that's not what you're using it for necessarily. Yeah. It's more just for the people that there really it's, are people that, that want to see. And that's funny because I look at Instagram and we talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. Instagram is 99% Instagram community, 1% art community. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm appealing to Instagrammers, not the art world necessarily. So it's like, it's tricky. It's it is really tricky, fun. but it's also the thing that we do, that we do all the day. When we post, it's like, we're not posting to the fashion community. Uh, they already know. Yes. You know what I mean? We are posting to people that maybe have heard about you, maybe have not, yeah. maybe would be in, intimidated yeah. or feel like you were this untouchable person. And yeah. so when you're doing something like this, it's uh-huh. like, you know, it just, it just, it makes it more comfortable for yeah. them. And you're, you're bringing more people. Um, I just feel like art is such, brings such passion to people's mm-hmm. lives yes. and everything. And they're intimidated by it. Uh-huh. So when you get the word out about what you do and people mm-hmm. can say that really resonates with you. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. I want to learn more. That's great words. Like you know, absolutely and, nailed it. and then you are, um, sharing your passion yeah. with people yeah. and, and bringing in new people yeah. not even necessarily for your brand yeah. you know it's more about 
you're opening people up to getting excited about art and feeling yeah. brave enough yeah. to go in and say, I like that. Yeah. I don't like that so much, but that's okay. Cause that's evoking some yeah. emotion too. Yeah. And do you, you know, know what's so funny? My whole entire career, if you go back right to the beginning and I don't post as much as a lot of people do, I'm quite mm-hmm. selective in the way I post, but mm-hmm. literally my whole entire career has started like the first, like it started mm-hmm. on Instagram. So mm-hmm. I, I wasn't an artist before Instagram. It's like mm-hmm. it started on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So if you go right to the beginning, you can track mm-hmm. the progression yeah. from like here to now, which is right. so weird, right? It's like all through photos. It's like, come it on, It's weird, but it's, it's so weird. It is weird, but it's, it's so fabulous. It's so funny. To like look back and it see. Is. Yeah. And sometimes I cringe. I look back. I'm like, oh, oh for yeah. heaven's sake. Like, <laughs> Should I delete that one? <laughs> no, but I leave it up. I'm like, who cares? Like, yeah. you know, now it's like you just got to post it. And sometimes I think, I think that's actually the difference, for example, between male and female artists. Yeah. So I think male artists don't um, think about it too much. They, oh, they, yeah. You know, like females, we think, yes. we like wonder what people are going to yes. think and say, whereas guys just do it. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> they just do it. Yeah. And maybe that's why there's so many male artists at the highest level because they don't necessarily sit with their thoughts too much. They just go ahead. You know what I mean? I, I guess know. so. But I think yeah. they don't have um, as much of an ability to to empathize, to be able to yes. feel what the other person is uh-huh. thinking. Like I do spend a lot of time doing that. Uh, How will this make them feel when I say this? Yes. Or is this a reaction that I want from them uh-huh. where my husband's like, why? Why shouldn't have I said that to the girls? You know, he's always saying things and they're <laughs> horrified. He's like, what was wrong with that? You know, like, oh so I don't know why we got into that. But you? Yeah. I know, I know. We'll get back on track. Yeah, sorry. What's the next question? <laughs> okay, so this is a great example. Let's talk about using black and white yeah. versus color. So yes. do you enjoy either or? Do you like both? Working in both? So, you know... I like both. Right at the beginning, I was so like focused on like it's got to be black and white, it's got to be this. And then the more I kind of came into the art world, I was like, hang on, why am I being so narrow-minded? Like, there's so much more to hyperrealism. There's more to the whole everything. Mm-hmm. Get, like, buck up and do some other shit, CJ. Like, right? Get yeah. this shit fucking flowing. You know? <laughs> and then I was like, hell yeah, I'm just going to do color. And I love working color. I think if I was buying my own work, I'd probably buy black and white. I'm a bit of a minimalist and mm-hmm. like a neutral person. Mm-hmm. Although I'd buy something. Like, crazy and colorful like super mm-hmm. colorful or black and white yeah. like I don't think something in between um, so yeah I enjoy doing both and I think because I've gone into color I'm like my mind's been opened up so much into like the possibilities of literally anything and now I'm doing installations and mm-hmm. things I didn't think I'd be doing at the beginning I was like I just draw that's what I do right. and now I'm like I'll do all the things yeah but I love doing all the things yeah it's great yeah, it's really interesting it's really like a, great yeah it's good Mm-hmm. Okay, so how long does it take to make a piece of your artwork? Uh, how does long does it take? It can take a couple of weeks or a couple of months, depending on the size. Like, for example, the piece behind you, the big box of gloves, I think took five weeks to make. Oh, my gosh. I'd think it'd be think, five years. Oh, well, <laughs> bless your cottons. No. But then the cigarettes wow. take me about a week or two. But I also spend every day in the studio, so I kind of treat... Seven days a week. I am so here seven mm-hmm. days a week. So I don't, I don't know how other artists work, and mm-hmm. I don't look to other mm-hmm. artists to see mm-hmm. how they run mm-hmm. their practice. Mm-hmm. But I kind of run this more like a startup. Like I'm in here every day, mm-hmm. we're in here early, mm-hmm. we work late, mm-hmm. I work all day, you know, so mm-hmm. we might be at meetings, but I'm never kind of sitting around smoking a joint and mm-hmm. hanging out, you know, yeah. doing drugs. Like how people think artists yeah. are, they're like, oh, you yeah. must fucking have the best job. I'm like, I do have the best job, but we work <laughs> We so don't hard. sit like, around it. No, we don't. You know, yeah. so it's interesting. It's like, yeah, we work really hard. We work big hours, right. but I wouldn't have it any other way. So I'm right. able to make the works quickly 
but the days are so big, right. you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like a 15-hour day just drawing. You know? Right. Yeah, but love it. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> and so then how do you determine how much something should cost? I think something costs what people are prepared to pay, which is a very vague response, but um, I don't know. Put it this way, I only ever do one of one mm-hmm. with my drawings. Right. I don't do prints. Mm-hmm. I don't um, replicate pieces. So mm-hmm. once it's gone, it's gone and mm-hmm. it can never be remade. Mm-hmm. So there's value in that. I think people might see value in my work and that it takes so long. I know there's some fabulous artists and I like the art that people do kind of gesturally. It's a kind of bit quicker and more messy. Mm-hmm. I like that. I personally like that type of art, but it's, mm-hmm. I can't make it. I make mm-hmm. this work. Right. So I think people see value in the fact that it takes so long to mm-hmm. make um but yeah value is unusual in the art mm-hmm. world because it's so mm-hmm. you know but i think the value and the cost is so high mm-hmm. only because of those two reasons mm-hmm. i never remake it there's no prints and they take so long to make right yeah so they and can they know they have like, something special yeah you know? yeah that's the thing too it's like if you don't charge enough you're yeah, it's, for some reason people don't think it's that special, and if yeah. you charge too much, then they really—it's out of everybody's reach. Yeah. So, so it's like um, a, it's an interesting mix, you know. Yes. It's like I can only make so many works a year, and yes. I'm, or I'm actually starting to produce less and less, you know, which is, right. I find really interesting and exciting because I'm not like so strapped to the table as much right. anymore. So I'm producing less. Right. I'm, I love producing less. Right. There's such a long wait list for my work now. That's it's great. like at least two or three years long you know so it's it's a fascinating position that i'm in i'm very fortunate yes Um, but yeah what whatever like it yeah i'm really lucky i know yes i know yeah you're going you don't want to talk about yourself (laughs) that's amazing and that's but we've built it in that way yeah like we've made sure that the prints are not you know it might be a print series of the concept but Mm -hmm. never of the drawings you know so yeah it's like an interesting yeah model brilliant yeah model Okay, so let's talk about how can someone acquire a piece of your artwork, yes. and also let's talk about the sale process. How okay. quickly oh, does well, it go? Not get it for years, so. <laughs> well, maybe. Well, yeah. here it is. So, so, okay, so say, so this is how you might start to look into acquiring a piece. Mm-hmm. So, most people, the biggest question we get, I get asked on Instagram or whatever is like, how do I even buy a piece? I'm like, oh, and most of the time I don't answer. I'm like, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> But no, no, I, so people figure it out eventually. They even ask people. But if they really want it, yeah, they'll figure it out. It's not very obvious as to how you go about it. Because people go on the website, they're like, and I haven't updated the website in like right. five years. There's like, nothing. No one gives a shit about the website. No one do you Do people sorry. look at websites? No, oh. it's not true. No, but I don't, sorry, I don't focus on my website. It's just like, I make it more fun. I'm just like, dude, like, that's not how you do it. Anyway, right. you don't buy it through there. So people go to the website, they're like, where do I buy your work it's like well, you can't yeah. buy it there so you actually have to email my studio director Elsa Elsa then is like hello very nice to meet you um, thank you for your inquiry we generally don't have any we actually don't have any stock until the show is coming up so you'll get um, added to the wait list um, when there is a series coming up which is coming up in April um, current collectors will get the first opportunity to acquire sometimes current collectors um, who already own my work will take the entire series like it'll all be gone and then there'll be no works available for people on the wait list. Mm-hmm. Maybe this series, the current collectors are like, we hate it. So all works, 
you never know. Like it's one right. of those things. So current collectors generally take about 50 to 80% of the works and then there'll be like 20%, like so maybe like four or five works available for new collectors. Mm-hmm. So we'll generally meet about four to five, maybe six new collectors mm-hmm. in a year. And there was, for the cigarettes, there was a, um, a collector who took the entire series. <laughs> yeah, so like I think the best way is to contact my studio director, but like, yeah, right, secondary no, market, no, like try, try the secondaries, like I don't know. Yeah, so it's like yeah. persistence. Yeah, I think the Sunday, and then and then so we'll sell them online. Um, so via a link, um, but it's a private link, so you can't just like find it on mm-hmm. the website. So it's mm-hmm. a private link. Um, once you're on the database, you'll have access to the link. Um, if there's any works available. Mm-hmm. Um, there'll be a link sent out that they'll be available at a certain time and a certain date. So even if you're mm-hmm. back at the wait list, you might be able to have a really quick internet yeah. speed and you right. may get one. Right. You know, it's just one mm-hmm. of those things. Right. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. That's exciting. It's set your alarm. Set, that's ready. it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So some people find it so frustrating. Some people hate yeah. it. So yeah. Sure. Of course. But it's the only like fair way to do it. Right. And sometimes you sell works before you've created them, correct? Well, hang on, sometimes, like very rare. Well, like for example, with the cigarettes, I think I was like, maybe I had done two or three and mm-hmm. I, there were like 12 in the series and I was like part, I mean, I was only two or three in and this particular um, buyer was like, oh, take them all. I'm like, but you haven't even seen them. She's like, it's okay, we'll just take them. I'm like, sure. So <laughs> yeah, sometimes that will happen. But That's great. You know, yeah, it varies. And then do you work in any other mediums besides drawing? So I'm actually doing, starting to do more installations, which is so weird, so vague. Like, what's okay. an installation? I was about to say, now yes. tell everyone, like, some people might not even know what hyperrealism is. Yeah, so hyperrealism, what I'm known for, is something that looks like a photograph. So okay. a photograph and my drawings right. look somewhat similar. Very much. Very similar. Very much. <laughs> And then installations or experiential pieces might be you'll walk in um to a show or a booth and there's no drawings on the wall and no mm-hmm. what you would think of as normal art like framed mm-hmm. on a wall it'd be this thing that's in the middle of the room mm-hmm. that you might touch feel interact with walk through you walk through whatever that might be so it's i hate the word experiential but it, yeah it's, it's like an installation piece mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's not what people might automatically think of as art but it's more like weird I have a question about that things. because a yeah. lot of times when I go to installations, I wonder, do people ever buy an installation and put it in their house? Sometimes. I mean, that uh, depends. If a it's a big house kooky. or if Correct. You a private collection like Correct. the Margulies, mm-hmm. something like that, John Manning. So sometimes if the installations, they'll either get acquired by museums, private mm-hmm. collectors, mm-hmm. or it just does not sell. It's too kooky to sell. But okay. I think it could be... I don't know, like the one that's coming up just before the show in April, so it's in March. It'll be at the Spring Break Art Fair, art show, whatever you Fine, want to call yeah. it. Um, yeah, who knows what will happen? It's right. kooky as hell. You're gonna, you're <laughs> gonna see it and be like, hell. And but you're gonna want to get inside and be a part. Like it's oh, fun. Neat. It's really fun. So you're gonna want to get in and like play around in the thing. Yeah. So. Just fancy. Fabulous. It's quite fun. I can't. We're busy building it at the oh, moment. Good. We're getting it manufactured now, so it's. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Cannot wait to see it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's see. Okay, so let's started kind of in the beginning yeah. of Instagram. Yeah. And now you are at such a phenomenal point with millions of views. Oh, oh okay, yes. Okay. Or <laughs> will be. No, yes. <laughs> so many views. Yeah, so, so many views. Um, I. 
think it was very organic. So I was also using Instagram seven to eight years ago. So I didn't right. start it last year. It was kind of something I've been right. doing for years. You and grew up with it. Sorry. Yeah, I kind yeah. of grew up with it, exactly. And I've had a periods where I've like haven't posted anything for a year or two. Mm-hmm. So I've kind right. of like had breaks. I'm like, oh, I just need to chill, right. you know, which is really nice. Like right. good for the soul, like not having to post anything. Right. So I think it's been a very organic growth. Mm-hmm. I just... I don't like to play algorithm games. No. I just like don't have the energy for that. Right. I think that'd take a whole nother. It'd take away from the work I'm trying to make. Of course, like, I just can't stress enough to artists. Not that I'm in a position yeah. to give advice, but I'm like, just make great art. Yeah, just make great art, and they will come. Like, or they won't come. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you can't, uh, that's the same like, with everything. Just, and I'm like, otherwise you'll just be a make photo poster. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, just build it and they will come like yeah. just do great work right. first and foremost and then photograph it in a and then you later, enjoy it you know? more that way too yeah. it's not exactly so that's how I built it I made the work I want to make and then you just have to photograph it in a certain way because Instagram right. is about photographing things in the right way right. Mm-hmm. You exactly. know? so yeah that's how I built it just really slowly naturally mm-hmm. and I'm not interested in the numbers per se you're not checking every day no do people drop me it's important it's important but i we're just focused on like running practice and doing the shows and making the shows wild right and like the april show is wild like i can't even i cannot wait oh you're gonna die like you're gonna die (laughs) of course i'll probably be outside yeah Waiting around the block somewhere. You, you can snaggle in. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, you'll be good. <laughs> yeah. But I'm really excited. I'm like really grateful to be in the position I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. So March is the spring break installation. March is spring break. Uh, and April will be the show. Yes. Okay. Yeah. How many shows are you doing now? One or two a year? Or just one? one big show a year. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we might be able to do one later in the year, but it, we just focus on one yeah. big one a year. Yeah. I think it's like... Sure. No point in overdoing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, we never have time to yeah, create. Exactly. Right. So, yeah. And how do you feel about collaborations? I love collaborations if it's the right partner. So I think it's very easy. I'm very fortunate that we do get um, different proposals um, from various different brands mm-hmm. and people mm-hmm. and whatever. And most of the time, I say no, mm-hmm. not because I don't think it's great. Mm-hmm. I just sometimes it feels a little sell-y outery like it feels like a sellout in some way sometimes of course um, but if it's the right brand and you, you know it and you can feel it and they just kind of let you run with your crazy idea mm-hmm. and you're like let's do it that'd be so, fun like right? one of them I think two years ago I did a collaboration with Christian Louboutin mm-hmm. which was fantastic in Hong Kong mm-hmm. and that collaboration I cannot speak more highly of the brand they just were like CJ do what you want to do and I'm like you're kidding I was like are you sure like how about this they're like we're out. Like you just, wow, that's like, great. Oh, you know, so that, that like was an amazing opportunity. So, right. But quite often brands come with like some shitty idea and they're like, do this. And I'm like, Oh, like, tell me no. what to do. Like, <laughs> are you kidding? Like yeah. you can pay me money to do that. So I know collaborations are, have so much value, but I think, uh, you've got to know where you, I guess, want to be positioned, how you want mm-hmm. to be, whatever. It just, yeah, it makes they sense. don't always work out. And well, I you don't want it to be, be uh, mercenary thing whatever yeah. the word is when you know it's really strictly just to make money yeah exactly so yeah quite often I, most of the time I say no 99% of the time mm-hmm. and I like to just go off and do my own thing like the, yeah. the show last year I drew Pantone 
partnerships, right. but I didn't collaborate with Pantone. Right. Like, there was right. no brand associated with right. what I did. We just kind of built right. this house in color, you know. Mm-hmm. And when you um, do that, do you have to call them and talk no. to them? If I was to start a brand, a color brand called Pantene, mm. or yeah. I don't know, it'd be like that a little bit risky. Trademark thing. Yeah. We've learned so much about trademark and copyright. I've sure. had like a skirt with the law recently um, with another project altogether so Mm -hmm. we've learnt a lot and it's we know what's allowed what's yeah and drawing pad on colour chips is fun good (laughs) good 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 Good. so let's talk about that so how do you balance commercial versus personal artwork yes I'm going to answer it how I'm interpreting the question. Yeah. Um, Commercial versus personal. I don't make too much work for myself in that I'll make a series because I love it. Like I'll make a collection because I love it. I always keep a piece from each series of collection and it is then my personal piece. So Mm -hmm. I don't like make unusual stuff for me and then other stuff for commercial. It's like all one and the same. Like I would enjoy it if I didn't love it. Right. You know, so I'm like, if I had my way, I'd keep everything. I was going to say, if you you gave it all away. Yeah. So commercial and personal is the one and the same for me, but I always will keep one from every series. Sometimes two. You're going to have a mansion something. 100%. Yeah. Oh yeah. With everything. I guess it's also going, spinning off of that is when you put something on a t-shirt for example and yes. then that becomes commercial versus oh you i understand yeah. your question okay let me ref- let me answer that question so i did a series um that riffed on the um warhol polaroids and i drew the warhol polaroids flat then i redrew them and crumpled them and as a drawing that is fine you can mm-hmm. make posters you can make prints you can make artworks of other artworks okay but the problem i ran into was set, like the t-shirt the putting them on a t-shirt but we ran into a problem with um faces celebrity faces so it's not the artwork that's the problem you can't profit off a celebrity face uh-huh. on t-shirts so okay. like t-shirts are then locked into the category of merchandise like pillows mugs cushions mm-hmm. all that whatever the hell mm-hmm. so you can't put celebrity faces in artworks and profit off mm-hmm. that okay but as artworks they find but the moment it touches a t-shirt it becomes interesting yeah it's so yeah okay. it's interesting yeah do you ever take commissions i do from time to time so we i open up commissions for the first two weeks in march every year and that's it I'll, like a small selection of commissions in march mm-hmm. and then we'll just like look at the few of them and be like yes yeah, so maybe and then no commissions. So mm-hmm. it's only for two weeks in March that mm-hmm. we'll like even entertain the idea. Yeah, correct. Yeah, because yeah. I just want to make the work I want to make. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you become a commission. Yeah. Yeah. And like machine, like growth. Right. Yeah. You it's just some, not for me. We yeah. heard somebody talk about that. that well, it was two different ideas. One person said, I'll do whatever they want me to do, even if I don't have the same politics or something as the person who wants to pay me because I know then the money I make can go towards the causes I believe in. Oh. And then the other person said, I absolutely would never do that. No, I, like, I oh, no one tells me what I'm to draw. The latter. The I would yeah. never. Like, yeah. I'm just like, I'm in a position I where I don't have to. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, even if I wasn't, I think even at the start, I didn't question that. Yeah, mean, yeah, even at the start when you. I was building right. this, I was like, no. Right. right. So I think I'm maybe in the position now because I've said no right. so many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, I agree. I think it's important. But you know, every artist different. Every artist is different. That's yeah. right. so there's no right or wrong, and that's what's great about the art world. Actually, right. everything creative. It's like do what suits you. Yeah, that's you right. Know? Yeah. And then, how do you balance in taking the money that you get from selling your artwork yeah. and investing it back in the business, yeah. and then also paying yourself? Great question. And it's a question no one really asks in the art world because right. it's like this hush-hush thing. So the way I run this practice, it, along, most of it gets reinvested back into the business. Right. I've only just started to pay myself a wage probably in the last two years. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing this for about seven years or mm-hmm. so. So only recently have I like started to kind Good. of like live a Good. little bit. But you know, very fortunate that I've got a partner who like also is doing very well. So we're, you know, we're able to kind of riff off each other a little bit but um yeah I believe I'm not in a position where I should be pulling it all out and just like living the life because I could if I wanted but I believe in what I'm doing so much yeah I would rather invest it, it, it's almost like a ball it's like a snowball it gets bigger right. and bigger more gets invested and then it gets more it takes to make yeah, the things we, and then we, the we installations get more, we invest a lot more, so it's like and the buildings the balls get bigger and sure. bigger and bigger sure. so it started like this yeah and now we're like right. you know, which brings bigger problems yeah. and bigger yeah. costs and <laughs> more money more problems yes like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes definitely but it's interesting because I, I find but it's it really, good you are taking some yes a, a, a little you know. bit but like I don't you know like There'll be a time and we'll know the time when we can do really, really like take it all out, like right. take it out, you but know, but you, right now I'm just like, ah, don't have kids yet. Like put some into savings know. maybe for yeah, a rainy day. For a rainy day, but I don't know, things like, I just have a feeling things are, I, I'm at a stage where things are going to. Continue. I can't, yeah, right. You know, right. Things that there's no sign. I'm sure, of you feel like down. I can never just rest. I'm, I'm not a rester, and I'm sure you were the same. Like, it's like right. I'm not about resting. You know, you, I, I know yes. things are going to get bigger and bigger because I'm that type of person. Yeah, because I'll make it happen. Like, you have more, more ideas. Oh yeah, you know right. what I mean. So yes. It's like people are like, but what if I'm like, mm, won't let it happen. Like it'll be big because I'm going to make it big. And no. if it's not, it's okay too. I mean, it will be. You're right. But it's kind of but like, what's the worst thing that could happen? But what I mean, it's more like just the ideas. So like. What's the end game? Like, you don't know. Yeah. Like, you can't plan that. It's not like running a business where you can kind of plan right. a strategy. Art world, you're kind of like in the hands of higher yeah, powers. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. So you kind of just like do your darndest. And right. if, they, if they don't come the down and tap tanks. you on the head, right. then it's just like, oh, well, doing great work, doing the next thing and the next Things thing. Things go in cycles. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny because the work I make now, my drawings, hyperrealism is not like super cool right now mm-hmm. you know it's the very messy oh, yeah. thing going on you know like you go to all the art fairs yeah. like try yeah. and find hyperrealism uh, yeah. at the heart we're, we're just not in a Great. it's not the phase right now right. but who's to say in you know well, I'm coming yes. up like maybe people are looking to more skill based art yeah. maybe I will never come who knows like, yeah but it stands out because it's not all the sameness yeah yeah, you know. Mm. So I think it's like fun that I'm able to make work that is hyperreal, like yes. hyperrealistic, like and be successful even when it's not with trendy. This other kooky thing, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it'll become very apparent at the show in April. It's like, oh, right. well, like this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, when I was younger, I always thought of hyperrealism as like portraiture mm-hmm. and the landscape, and that doesn't mm-hmm. interest me. Mm-hmm. at all sure. like I couldn't think of I, sure. I think they're beautiful to look at but I, would, I, I just couldn't no. make that work right you know? what would that even be? yeah what reason is that yeah uh, so I'm kind of doing more unusual things with hyperrealism yeah. 
And then what would a day in your life look like? So is there a typical day? Does it change all the time? I, do you know what? It's sad to say, although honest, I'm quite structured in the way I work. I like get up pretty early, like six. Mm -hmm. I go for a run with my dog mm -hmm. in the studio at about seven, seven thirty, and we'll probably leave at about 10. And we do that every single day. Mm -hmm. Like I love it. Like mm -hmm. the, the biggest, most exciting thing that happens in my week is we'll go for dinner and we love <laughs> eating out. I yes, love me food. Too. Me oh, too, it's me my favorite. And I'd love to own it. No, actually, owning a restaurant's not the same as eating out. No, fuck that. I just love eating out. I love I food. food I do not, oh. It's like art too, though. It's yes. Like, what does it come it's up with? It's a creative thing. Yes, it's you very know, I, creative. Yeah, it is. And I love cooking as well. So it's like we even built a kitchen in the studio. Right. Because, oh, neat. Yeah, because we well, cause I just you love, live here. Yeah, well, basically we know we, now. Well, we don't live I know here. what I mean from seven in the morning here. till ten at night. <laughs> exactly. And it's funny because we've set up so like our apartment is like four blocks down the road, so we're so close. Because I know that I work so much. And if I tried be the person who I'm like oh we'll live far away and I'll work a smaller day oh, like no. I would just never go home no. so right anyway but no my days are that's so loud I'm so sorry <laughs> um sorry uh yeah my days are very structured mm -hmm. they're very organized you know mm -hmm. which is unusual for an artist like mm -hmm. from what I thought artists were back in the day it was like quite very kind of go with the flow yeah. I'm not I'm not a go with the flower. I'm when like you OCD. Get, like, yeah. Oh, I'm like, uh-uh-uh. Oh, oh. Yeah, like things are going like oh, at the right time. So it's like I'm an artist, but like sometimes I don't look at myself as an artist. I'm right. like, I'm a person who likes to make things. Yeah, but happen, that's a stereotype. You know? too. Yeah, you know, that's the stereotype of the artist. You know, it's still a stereotype because right. people are like, what do you do all day? I'm oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, when am I not? Like, yeah, what do you do? Yeah. You know, oh, you go like, home at six, seven. Yeah, if it's like, oh, and then friends are like, hey, can I just come hang? I'm like. Oh yeah. Like, well, we can't do the hang today. Right, like, I can't right. ever just hang with you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we can have fun. Yes, most I'm like, likely never. I'm like, look, today's not a good day. I really love like, you, but yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's yeah. I, but my friends now know what I'm like, and they're like, "Well, I'm CJ." Yeah, not like what we thought this whole yeah. thing was. You know, it's really we know where she is, but we yeah, can't but go we can't see come. Her. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but I wouldn't have it any other way. It's right. Like, like, the people who need to know what I'm like, they know. Right. People who don't, they just Right, 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 idea. right. Exactly. I'm sure it's like that with everyone, you know. Sure. Your core people know what's going on. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so where do you get your colored pencils? <laughs> just online. I bet everything. I don't even go into stores, whether it's clothing. Right. Art supplies, art supplies anything right. like, I don't remember the last time I even walked into a store and yeah. I'd buy everything well I was about to say you'd yeah and if you went into the store you know you'd probably buy a bunch of unnecessary things just well, because I, oh I that's like new that. I didn't oh. know about that but maybe that's yeah. why I don't go in I know because I'm like I come you, out with like it'd be I'm three like, hours you'd be I'm, in there I love the things yeah and like mm -hmm. Lois is like babe please stop buying the right. things like even online I'm pretty bad right and he's like we need to yeah. slow down you probably read all the things yeah all the shoes you know oh yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, since you're just working all day. Yeah, like, since when you're, you're always like in your work clothes. Yeah. Like, why do you need all these yeah. like elaborate things? Right. Like, all the fur coats and this and that. I'm like, babe, right. but that time that we might I know go out. There. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, okay, all the girls are the yeah. same. Good. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. I'm like, that one time we go to dinner. Right. Uh, it's like, we've got no one to impress. Like, yeah. <laughs> who am I kidding? Right. <laughs> it's just fun. Yeah, I agree. When can I ask my question? You can oh, ask your question, Vivi. Okay, what I'm wondering, especially now that we're talking yeah. about this, yeah. um, work-life balance, fiancé. You know what? I feel like 
it's work-life harmony. Mm-hmm. Is that a good way to explain sure. it? Sure. I don't have a good work-life balance, but I kind of, it's all work, worked into one and I'm, I just, it's, it's so encompassing. Like it's all encompassing. It's all in there. And it's a bit scary for like people, like employees and people I work with. And like it's, it's so much for mm-hmm. people to consume. They're like, but what else do you do? I'm like, this is I what I do. Yeah. You know, so it is hard to kind of explain that to it's friends. My life. Like, it's yeah, it's my life. It's everything. Right. Well, I, I you know we can relate to yeah. that because my husband's always like, you have to take time away from art. I yeah. mean, from work. Yeah. I'm like, but it's, it's my hobby too. Yeah. It's my passion too. So, yeah. You know, you know yeah. what I read about and what I'm doing when I when I'm not working, I'm yeah. still yes. learning and reading and yes. thinking and planning and exactly. Like, it's just a part of your life. It yeah, is your absolutely. life. Yeah. It's so, not, yeah. And I have a fiance who's uh, just spectacularly brilliant. He's in the process of starting um, a business, so we're kind of you know it's mm-hmm. so interesting watching him go through that. Um, and I guess in a sense, I've started. I wouldn't say like a practice, a business. Sure. You know what I mean? right. So he's doing you it now. Employees, it's like, yeah. So we're both. Yeah, he's yes. almost now self-employed. So we'll both be doing yes. our own thing, which is really interesting because the day that he quit his job, I saw something like change in his like eyes. It's like when right. you're on your own and it's like oh, all yeah. you, oh, yeah. shit changes. Oh, yeah. You know, like you, you know, nothing. You, and so you're you know, kind of in there together yes, building these things, exactly. which is exciting and supporting each other. Yes. At the same time, it takes a lot. So we're both of you are really exactly so we're both in here um, working really yeah hard. so you so, are together yes yeah exactly. physically here as well he does he's come here, here as well yeah. but like we're not working together on the same business do right. you know what I mean like right, right now sure. he's like starting the other thing yeah using a bit of the space and that's why I think we're in the process of moving yeah it, not I'm moving this practice but this idea is moving to a biggest space okay. 22,000 square foot it's huge. you mean yeah, your whole thing not my so my practice will stay here right but Lewis is moving mm. all this back stuff is going up to a 22,000 square foot space on the block so so he like, won't be working the same building with you well it's like on the same block yeah like yeah not yeah. in the same space sure yeah so we'll be like close but like yeah. we won't see as much of each other during the day well you just but, you know around next door basically. yeah exactly I'm like yeah. Hey, what do you need yeah. great. so yeah it's it's an, it's an unusual thing to explain but I, I love it but I've always been a bit intense like that ever since right. a young kid I'm like never really been the happy-go-lucky kind of like whatever I'm very yes. focused it's like maybe a bit scary yeah. and my mum and dad have always said they're like yeah like like you're either going to kill someone or right. like do something great well they say that about her too yes. that's the same thing it's like I wake yeah. up in the morning and on Saturdays I wake to like 8 to ask my husband now what's our plan yeah, yeah. you know and he's like oh, my plan oh. is probably to like read the paper or do you know yeah. whatever I have no plan today it's Saturday like, well first I'm going to do this and then uh-huh. I'm going to do this and then I have to have a plan every day yes. you know but I think there's something to that I think I don't think I could make the work I've made I could right. got to where I've gotten to in such a short space of time of I course not of an artist, you know what I mean. Right. Like this take, it should have right. taken a lot longer. Yeah. Right. I owe that to social media. You right. know what I mean. Like and your talent. Taken, yeah, but this should have I'm taken sorry. twenty or so years. You know, but it's like happening in it, like right. time speeding right. up now. It's right. like five, six years. You right. know. I don't know. I'm like right. the hyper focus. I'm like extremely intense right. as well. You know. So I'm, when you're doing this, yeah. Are you? Do you have on your headphones and you're yes. listening? Yeah, let's I'm talk listening. about your process. Yeah, so I listen to audiobooks and podcasts. Okay. Mainly, mainly podcasts. I like to learn, yes. listen to other people. I don't listen to music. I find it a I, I like music, but mm-hmm. I'm not obsessed by music. Yeah, I know too. a lot of people like music, but I just I can't it focus on any. Yeah, it's like what, what's going on. Yeah. So I like to like listen, and I find the days go so quickly because I listen to like 
I consume so much information mm-hmm. during the day because mm-hmm. I can draw almost with my eyes, not, not mm-hmm. really with my eyes sure. closed, but it comes, it's like, it's like driving a car. Right. Drawing for me is now like driving a car. It just mm-hmm. happens. I don't need to think about it. So mm-hmm. I can like think in my brain work, and listen. And, yeah. yeah. So I think it's so important to like have that thing while you're mm-hmm. creating. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I'm sure with people who might be in film, they might be right. editing, mm-hmm. like you know, all the computers, they might be doing something and they mm-hmm. can always have like Netflix in the background, you know, mm-hmm. so you can do two things at one time mm-hmm. when you're on the autopilot. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a really nice it. thing. Um, tell us about the pencil graveyard. Oh, the pencil graveyard. So <laughs> I collect all the stubs of my pencils. Like when I sharpen them, mm-hmm. I collect, collect them and they're, they're just like getting a bigger and bigger and bigger pile. But it's really funny. There was like a, a young artist who was collecting them so I don't remember what it was for. Anyway, she'll remember someone was collecting a whole lot of pencil stuff and doing some project with it. She's like, would you send them over? And I'm like, hell yeah. So we just send over all like the pencil stubs and she's doing some crazy creative project How with funny. them. So if they're able to benefit someone else with their vision, sure. I'm like, go for it. You know? Right. Because they're just sitting there. You right. Know? It's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> neat. I love that. Yeah. It sounds a great guy. Okay. So I want to, were you going to show us? Tell us a little bit about April. Of course. Okay. So in a nutshell, there's two fairly unusual concepts going on. And it's hard to kind of explain without a visual, but I'll do my best. Okay. Everyone remembers when they were a kid. Uh Remember at school and you had to do squish paintings. Do you remember that? Yeah. So a piece of paper and you fold it in half and then you put like paint on one side and you go like this. Oh, yeah. And you you love that. Exactly. So I'm drawing squish paintings wow so it's this really amateur kind of childlike subject matter okay but i'm combining it with a much more adult um i'm combining it with this is the other part to it Mm -hmm. do you remember back in the day and we probably never experienced this but my mom was like hell yeah i remember Mm -hmm. this do you remember there were used to be like insane asylums Mm -hmm. and they used to or like psychologists would Mm -hmm. give you a raw shack oh yeah a Rorschach test, which is an inkblot test. And mm-hmm. if you don't know what that is, Google it because you'll be like, oh, yeah, that. Cool. Exactly. Yeah. So an inkblot test. And what it is, it's like these black inkblots. And it'd be like a like a symmetrical thing. And mm-hmm. they're like, what do you see? Mm-hmm. And different people see different things mm-hmm. in these inkblot mm-hmm. tests. And it was funny because I'd combined the Rorschach test mm-hmm. with the kids' squish paintings. Wow. So it's like quite a childlike subject matter, but mm-hmm. a much more psychological mm-hmm. story going on. So mm-hmm. it's like... And then there's a whole interactive part of the show, which is wild. But in a nutshell, it's like Rorschach test, but they're really kids' squish Mm -hmm. paintings. So you'll look at all these different, very colorful squish Mm -hmm. paintings, and you'll be like, oh, I see different things in each one of them. So, yeah, it's really interesting. So I'm drawing paint. I'm drawing paint, which is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the next show coming up. So it's like this super psychological, but really like childlike thing that's going on. Anyway, That's I know you're like, what's going on? No, I feel like I yeah, saw something here. It's a lot around. Yeah. That, did it have some yellow and yellow and pink? Yes. That's drawing. I don't know what you were looking at, but okay, there's one on the table. I can show okay. you in a minute. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Great. so that's what's coming up in April. So I'm very excited. I've been working on, and that's the other thing with Instagram. Like I'm about four to six months ahead of what's happening on Instagram. So like mm-hmm. right. the raw, the drawings are, like towards right now, completion yeah. yeah you know what I mean yeah. so 
Yeah, I'm about halfway through the drawings, but I haven't even started to show them on Instagram yet. So it's like a you kind of have to delay it because people don't want to watch you drawing the same thing for eight Well, they to also months, then they know, have to like, wait till April to finally see it. So exactly. Yeah. So and then you yeah. lose the momentum. Yeah. So I kind of like stagger how I'll sure. show and showcase and release mm-hmm. the series. Okay, so with no formal art training, how did you discover your talent for drawing? So it's funny because most of the time you're like, oh, you're an artist, you went to art school, or you're a whatever, you went to this school for that. And I obviously didn't go to art school for what I do. I kind of discovered the talent pretty early on. I think I was in year seven or eight. So how old was that? 11 or 12. Mm -hmm. And I kind of had the ability to draw, just in art classes, like once Mm -hmm. a week. Um, Yeah, and had the ability to draw. And then I left school and didn't think much of it. You know, it was just a subject I took Mm -hmm. in high school, like Mm -hmm. drawing. You know, and then I kind of went to a school where it was very much encouraged to do the professional, you mm. get a professional sure. qualification. Like I sure. didn't go to like an art school where they yeah. like, just be creative. It's like lawyer, doctor, fine, Teacher, you know. Yeah. yeah. So it was like more professional qualifications. So I was like, oh, well, that's what I'll do. And it only, it took me years to kind of understand that, hey, life is not this black and white thing. You know, mm-hmm. you're able to go and carve a pub, mm-hmm. do this crazy thing that mm-hmm. is not on a resume you know that you, you can't really learn happen. this thing right. you know it's like I, you can't teach someone how to become an artist you just do it or you don't or maybe you can teach so I don't know mm-hmm. so I just kind of taught myself the technique and I had a natural ability for it thank the lord mm-hmm. and yeah and I just kind of went for it and let's talk about what does it mean to be a female artist today oh we kind of touched on that before didn't we I don't know I don't See, I don't look at myself as like a female artist. Mm-hmm. Those right. are the boys. Mm-hmm. I kind of just make great work, not thinking, of, oh, mm-hmm. this yeah. is fun. I'm just like, make great work. If guys love it, great. If females love it, great. I just mm-hmm. make great work as a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I guess the fact that I'm a female is like cute, but I, mm-hmm. I don't, tr- I don't tend to play up to. You're that. an artist that who sense. happens to be a female. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't put that first and foremost. I kind of, and I guess. My nickname's CJ, so people are like, is that a guy or a girl? Right. You know, which oh, may yeah. benefit me in some sure. way. So yeah, I, do, I don't play up to it. Yeah. I think it's I think it's special that I'm a female, and I hope sure. other females can learn from me and learn from my mistakes and all that type right. of thing, and pursue their own careers and right. be inspired. But I think just make great work. Mm-hmm. It's not just an art in any industry. Mm-hmm. Be freaking good at your job, right. and then everything else will follow. That's yeah. how I see it. It's great yeah. advice. Yeah. Okay, so you started with drawings, and then you're kind of pulling back. So it seems like you're a big picture, kind of you have all these goals. So yeah. where where are you headed? So, you know, like I said before, it's so hard in the art world. I am just going to continue to make the shows, and they're going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. But there's so many powers at play, you know, and there's a lot of people whoever those people are Mm -hmm. who can dictate how your career might move Mm -hmm. so I can't answer that question because I don't know Mm -hmm. there's places I'd like to be but you don't know when it's going to happen or how it's going to happen but I know it'll happen I just Mm -hmm. don't know when or how you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, because, happen when the time is right. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's not like a normal business where you can kind of like manufacture how things right. happen. Five years from today. Yeah, and like we need to. Yeah, we yeah. need to like forecast these sales and whatever. It's like it's it's yeah. a little bit more fluid. You know, right. art's not like that. Yes, just, thank goodness. Yeah, and I just think like make great work. Mm-hmm. It'll it could happen next week. It could happen in two years, and like it, it would be fine. Exactly. Like it's right. one of those things you just have to kind of let it play Trust. out. Trust Jeez. the process. Exactly. Trust the process. <laughs> and it's really difficult for me to trust the process. Because uh, yeah. when, when you do need to work towards goals and stuff, mm-hmm. it's like my goals are make the best show possible right now. Yeah. Right. And then 
relax and then do another even bigger show the next year and that's all yeah. I can do right and that's all and I when can you're not control. working like with a gallery when you yeah. really get to have total control yeah then when things are out of your control yeah that's difficult I'm yeah. sure more difficult than you yeah know, but I don't understand why you know I, I'm used to being able to yeah. sort of dictate when and how yeah exactly and so I think working with galleries that's the advantage there is you know you have the access like I, I assume mm-hmm. some of these galleries have access to the right people who mm-hmm. might to take it to the right collection. They can be the but having said that, like between. we also have these we know these people as well. Sure. So, you know, but I'll I don't know. I don't like to push myself on anyone on my work or anyone. So maybe it will be a little slower for me because people will come to my work in their own time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Or they'll just be forced well, better, into it on Instagram. Not like, now. Now. It sounds like it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Where they get it. Yeah. So how do we get your work in a museum? Um, I think is that a goal would you like it's part of the process oh, really? but I yeah. yeah it's part of the process but it's not at the forefront of my mind yeah. I think I think artists who are just focusing on museum works it becomes museum art yeah. I'm just like trying to make really interesting unusual stuff that yes. I haven't seen before yeah. right and then museums might be like hell what the hell is that? that's amazing yeah you know yeah. it's like if you make work toward a thing let me give you an example in Australia there's, it's a very smaller art world there. Right. That's why I've moved to New York. Mm-hmm. But in Australia, there's an art prize called the Archibald Prize. Mm-hmm. And any of the Australians watching, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It's mm-hmm. called the Archibald Prize. It's an unusual prize because it's um, it's a portraiture prize. It's an old man's portrait prize. It's oh. weird. It's like the biggest, most renowned prize in Australia. Americans, even in, in the States, there's no prize. Right. You know, you just are brilliant or you're not. Anyway, so in Australia, there's this prize. Um, and what I'm getting at, a lot of artists will make and tailor their career and work around this prize, and, and they'll ne- yeah, and they'll never progress and do the mm. great work that they potentially could, right? Because they were they 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 they're molding themselves around this prize right. and like talking to the right people around this small prize, which you've never even heard of, right? right? So I'm like, it's nothing, chill, right. like come play here, right? right. The state. So I'm like. I don't know, yeah. trying to appeal to a museum. I no, I'm just like totally. just doing these things yes. that I want to do. And if it if they're like, this is, I've never seen this before. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But we know that people are like. I'm sure that'll happen. Yeah. 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 I'm not yeah. worried about that <laughs> yeah. at all. I just sound like. But I think that's, come. yeah, it's like. Yeah. Keep focusing. Yeah. Don't think about all that stuff yeah, out here because that's going to happen. Yeah. When it's supposed to. It's and, just like, it comes back to just be. Make great work. Yes. Like make great yes. work. Yes. It's the yes. work first, it's first the and mantra. foremost, and then right. everything Don't else. Don't think about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how do you promote yourself and your artwork? I mean, I don't, but it's, I guess, through social media, as I think yeah. most artists do. Mm-hmm. I think promoting it, oh, good. everything about that sounds tacky. I, I just, know. I, I just show part of the process by no means do I show the whole process of how it all works but I'm like I'll show snippets of what I'm prepared to kind of share yeah that's how I promote it yeah no don't don't do much else because I'm like I truly believe like people will love your work if they find it and like whatever however it happens yeah because sometimes we don't know where like when all those people show up yeah you just how do they know you know so I'm like it just kind of happens you know if it's great people will come right yeah so one of the questions is, because you are intense, Delia's intense, I'm intense, um, how do you counterbalance this intense, this, it's, I wouldn't say tedious, but very, you know, 
time and focus and well maybe you said you don't have to focus you know, so much that's anymore a, you know it's funny it's like it looks so tedious and but right. I find it really meditative okay so, so most of the time now my days are changing so much I spend a lot of the days working on the things I need to think about emails calls like dealing with yes. everything in the first part of the day that requires mm-hmm. my brain and all my intensity mm-hmm. and then when I sit down and draw it's like oh I can just like oh good chill you know so that I don't need to think about it like you know when you drive your car you just like sometimes you're like how zone. did I get yeah. from oh, yeah. the house to I'm like, I, I could yeah. crash. Like, how the hell did that yeah. happen? So it's like, yeah. this is so met. And I love driving. And you know what? Yeah. In Here in New York, we don't have a car and I miss drawing, driving, sorry, yeah. driving so much because it's like a nothing thing that you it do. Is. And you just like, ah, you just yeah. get places. Yeah. Uh, unless it's like really bad traffic but yeah. you know it's like <laughs> this ain't bad traffic right. this is like real coasty yeah. you know, I'm on the and then you have something yeah. lovely to look at at the yeah, end yeah so it looks intense and focused and I am an intense focused person I think I can meditate with this mm-hmm. and be intense in the scale at which yes, I want things that is to be so does that make sense it's the opposite of what people might yeah think. it is and people, right. because people are like oh how do you do it so hard I'm like it's not hard right. it's actually easy for me right and I can be intense with like my vision and like the way in yes. which and the speed at which we work sure I think that's it thank you for listening to the style that binds us podcast we hope you enjoyed this episode We would love it if you would go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe. The best way for us to know your thoughts is if you rate and review the Style That Binds Us podcast. This will give us the opportunity to know what you'd like to see from us in the future. Follow along on our adventures on social media at The Style That Binds Us, at Allison Brune, at Delia Folk are our handles. Until next time.